This is Cats Today. This is Cats Today for a Thursday, September the 9th, 2021. It's your digital host, Louis B. Thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate it on the Cats Audio Network. Make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And, of course, that's not just the episodes of this show, but all the great shows we have here on the Cats Audio Network. Another busy day for us here is it's a triple show day. Of course, you got this show. Uh, we also have a new episode of Task and Twos that dropped today. And you can also find a new episode of Tie Cats this week with RJ Broadhead and Luke Tasker. So lots to uh, check out here on the Tie Cats Audio Network. Getting set for the big game tomorrow, the rematch, Labor Day Classic rematch at BMO Field. Tie Cats, Argos, 7.30 kickoff. We'll be on the air at 6.30. That's Andy Fantuz and I, and then we'll hand it over to RJ Broadhead and Luke Tasker, who will have the call, and then back to Andy and I for post-game coverage, and you're going to want to be tuned into that exclusively on TyCats.ca and the TyCats All Access app, uh, because we will be giving away a pair of gold seats for the TyCats next home game, which will be on September 17th, that's a Friday, against the Calgary Stampeders. Your only chance to win is by listening to Tiger Cats post-game following tomorrow night's game. Uh, speaking of tomorrow night's game, in just a moment, we're going to go through the depth chart that was released today. A couple of uh, notables that we'll point out to you. Uh, we're also going to hear from Coach Orlando Steinauer. We'll hear from Dane Evans, the quarterback of the Ticats. And we'll also hear from Jamal Roll, who's having just an absolutely fantastic season. Also today, the uh, CFL announced 10 players. Well, the team's announced, but the CFL has released 10 players from each team's negotiation list. So the full list is over at cfl.ca. You can go check it out. Uh, of course, the uh, negotiation list, such an important part of this league. And uh, later on in the show, we'll be joined by the Senior Director of Player Personnel and Co-Manager of Football Operations, Sean Burke. Uh, we'll discuss, of course, the negotiation list itself, in case you have some questions about it. Uh, and we'll also highlight a couple of the names on the list who could possibly one day play up here in Hamilton. A lot of players who come from the States, that's kind of how they get their start, is on the negotiation list. You know, Ju- Julian Hausair, uh, Jamal Roll, Tim White, uh, all these guys, Stephen Dunbar Jr., all these guys uh, that come up from the States usually start on the negotiation list. So we'll talk to Sean Burke about that coming up on the show. Speaking of Stephen Dunbar Jr. and uh, Tim White and Pappy White, uh, let's go into the depth chart as it was released today by the Ticats for ahead of tomorrow's game at BMO Field in Toronto. And a couple of changes. Let's start on defense. Uh, the defensive line staying the same. Ja'Garrett Davis, Teddy Laurent, Dylan Wynn, Julian Hauser in the middle. No changes. Fourth game, fifth game in a row, excuse me. Uh, Simone Lawrence, Jovan Santos, Knox, and Cameron Kelly. And then a couple of, well, one change on the secondary. A couple of changes if you want to look at it positional-wise. But uh, from left to right, Jamal Roll, Cariel Brooks, Tunde Adelike in the middle. Frankie Williams moves from cornerback to half. And Channing Stribling makes his return to the lineup. He is in because Siante Evans is out. Siante Evans on the one-game injured list, unavailable for the Ticats in tomorrow night's game. And also, Ticats going with eight linebackers. Uh, you got Beverett, Fry Jr., Cross, Feltmate, and Newton all uh, backing up those linebackers. Let's flip to the offense. And uh, minimal changes, but a pretty big one. 
as Brandon Banks, the reigning most outstanding player in the CFL. He is out for this one. He's on the one-game injured list. So Pappy White will draw back into the lineup. This is his second start of the season. Uh, the rest of the receiving core staying the same uh, from left to right. You got Dunbar Jr. out wide. Jalen Acklin at the slot. Tim White getting another start at slot back. Mentioned Pappy White. And David Ungerer the third coming off his first career CFL touchdown on Monday. Getting his fifth straight start at wide receiver. And that's about it for changes up front. Offensive line stays the same. You got Okafor, Revenberg, Sirocco, Yarbrough, and Murray lining up left to right. Up the middle, Dane Evans. Getting the start again. No Jeremiah Masoli for the second straight week, so David Watford will back him up. And at running back, Sean Thomas Erlington, Jackson Bennett, and Malik Irons. So another change is uh, we have Don Jackson out on the one-game injured list, but at fullback, Nikola Kalinic and Felix Garan-Gauthier lining up at fullback. And then on uh, special teams, Damagala. Whitford handling the kicking duties, Gordon White the long snapper, and Frankie Williams listed as the lead kick returner and punt returner, but Pappy White listed there as well. So that's how the Ticats will line up against the Toronto Argonauts. And um, interesting note earlier on the Coach O show with Luke Tasker uh, on the Ticats Audio Network, it, it really stood out to me as Coach O had mentioned that at, uh, it was a 10-4 game. He kind of felt like it was a tie game. And I, I had to ask that, you know, after watching kind of the tape throughout the week and analyzing what had happened in the game, whether he thought the game was maybe a little bit closer than the score had indicated. Here's what he had to say after practice. Well, that's not a that's not a huge lead, in my opinion. That's you know, that's why I said I made mention of of zero to zero. And it doesn't really matter looking back whether we thought we could have had 20 points at that point or not, the reality was it was 10 to four, which is in this league is zero to zero. That's, that's, that's just a, a temporary lead right there. So um, in looking back, we, we don't really look at it from the, the aspect of what could have happened. We, we like to deal with what was, and then we try to fix those things and be better the next week. Well, in one day, uh, I saw guys that, uh, we're working through soreness and, and things like that and not letting it affect the little bit of time that we're out on that field uh, trying to improve ourselves. So I'm, I'm very encouraged by their attitude and their mental makeup on their willingness to want to get on the field and, and do just a little bit and get moving. Well, yeah, that, that part of it is nice, but the, it'll be far from a home game for us. That's that's for sure. Um, they're going to be ready to go. It's It's one game. Nobody made the playoffs last week. Nobody missed the playoffs. Um, it's yeah, we all know that it's an important game, but every game's important. So we're just focused on this one. It is nice to be able to sleep at home, but there is something to be said for road trips too and bonding. And I think uh, even though we were on the wrong side of the scoreboard uh, on those two games early on the road, and even though we won, you know, the game in Montreal, there's there's something to be said when you can get your group of people together. Uh, on the road and bond a little bit. But there is also something to be said for being at home and the comforts of that. That is the head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Orlando Steinauer, as he spoke after practice today. And uh, getting set for the Toronto Argonauts. And 
it's got to be a little bit easier not having to hop on a plane, getting to sleep in your own bed, go through your regular game day routine. Uh, but of course, it's not a home game, despite how many Ticats fans are going to be there uh, tomorrow night. And uh, hopefully you get safe travels there and uh, can't wait to see you rep the, uh, the black and gold at BMO Field in enemy territory against the Argos. Uh, Dane Evans, for the second week in a row, had an efficient game, turnover free. And uh, he spoke after practice, getting ahead of the uh, third straight start for him under center tomorrow night. Yeah, um, yeah, we, we played a good game, you know, Monday, but we still, I know offensively, we still missed a couple things. Um, I know I missed a couple throws that could have led to sustaining drives and potentially, you know, more points or however would have shaken out. So I think everyone was, you know, happy with our performance. That's something we talked about. It's okay to get happy, but... We're not satisfied with it. I, I can promise you nobody thinks we've arrived. Nobody's, you know, think think that we did what we were, uh, came here to do yet. Um, so, yeah, we, we played good on Monday, but don't get me wrong. We expect another another tough game tomorrow, um, and I think, I think our guys will be ready for it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and I think it's just to keep some familiar, familiarity with your routine, you know what I mean? So like, like you said, sleeping in your own bed, eating, you know, the food that you would normally eat on a home game type thing. Um, and then it's just a little bit shorter of a drive. Some guys, it's actually shorter to Toronto Stadium based on where they live, you know. Um, so it's it's still not a home game. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel like a home game. Obviously, we're in a different stadium, all that stuff. But it is pretty nice to be able to be so close and be able to commute to it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, it's a little bonus. It's, it's way better than sitting on a four-hour flight going all the way to BC or something like that. You know what I mean? So it definitely has its pros and cons. That's amazing. So, I mean, that that does it all right there, right? I mean, I know this is a, is a game and we're professionals and we put a lot of time in and everybody wants to say this and say that. But when you boil it down, man, it's, it, that, was a, that was a kid who made his mom proud. You know what I mean? And it was because of how hard he worked. Um, so that, that's awesome. That makes that, that makes that moment even better just for him and his family. And I'm happy I was just a small part of that. So um, hopefully we can get him another one this week and uh, see if they travel to Toronto and he can point up again. So I'm excited about that. That is Dane Evans as he spoke after walkthrough today, making his third straight start of the season. And, uh, of course, he is 2-0, and has played very good football under center, and uh, will have a consistent offensive line for a third straight game as well. So uh, Ticats building momentum heading into this one against the Argos. We've been talking about a lot here on uh, Ticats today, uh, and that's the play of the secondary. And, you know, there were a lot of questions that, you know, once you lost a guy like Delvin Bro, you know, what this secondary would look like. But uh, the guys back there have really answered all the questions in, in, in pretty convincing fashion, especially the last two weeks. And uh, Jamal Roll, I think Luke mentioned this on uh, on the Coach O show. Uh, he thinks that, that Jamal Roll has been one of the best players on the field this season. And we had a chance to catch up with Jamal after a uh, walkthrough today and uh, just asked him about the uh, the continued momentum that this uh, secondary continues to build as the season goes on. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, day by day. I think we're all just coming together, getting in the groove of feeling each other out. Um, obviously, we took a year off of ball, right? So we've just been trying to just get back in the groove and just communicate and just be us. It helps. Uh, understanding him as a player and him understanding me, um, we came in together. Uh, we've been playing together since 2018. So, um, you know, we got a lot of reps on our belt. So um, 
feels good to, to play with someone who knows exactly how you want to play. It was just one of those downs where we were just executing our call. Um, we just so happened to be in the right call versus the right type of play. And, uh, you know, I can count on my guy making a play every time. That is Jamal Roll and uh, talking about uh, Cariel Brooks in there. Of course, Brooks had the amazing interception on the uh, sidelines in Monday's game. And they will be without Siante Evans, but excited to see Channing Stribling back out there at uh, corner. So uh, the Ticats secondary looking to continue to build on uh, their success heading into tomorrow night's game against the Argos. All right, mentioned this a little bit earlier. The CFL has released 10 names from each team's negotiation lists. And, uh, of course, we understand that the negotiation list is uh, such an important part of the CFL and building your rosters. And we mentioned, you know, Jamal Roll. We just heard from him. He was once on the negotiation list of the Ticats. Julian Houser, Stephen Dunbar Jr., Tim White. I mean, all these guys who kind of come from the States uh, have to start somewhere on the uh, uh, in the CFL. And it usually starts with the negotiation list. And here to discuss it further and highlight a couple of the names on the list released by the CFL is the Senior Director of Player Personnel and Co-Manager of Football Operations, Sean Burke and uh, Sean, appreciate you spending some time with me this afternoon. Um, just kind of to that point, uh, the the negotiation list such an important part of uh, building a roster in this game. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, sort of the lifeblood of uh, recruiting American players up here. You know, it's almost like our draft uh, w- without the draft. Uh, it's a way of protecting guys that you see. You know, could be in college, could be uh, at an NFL camp, could be at a college all-star game, but it, it, it gives you the, the basis for uh, bringing players up here. And there's different timelines in uh, when you put them on and when you take them off. You know, sometimes you'll throw on a guy that you've been talking to and interested in just to make sure you hold his rights until you get him signed, where other guys uh, – you have on your list for multiple years and uh, you wait to see what happens. So everyone's got sort of a different story of how they got on an egg list or the why behind it. Uh, but it's definitely the lifeblood of uh, bringing American players up to our league. And you've obviously had some success with getting players here that have been on your negotiation list in past years, including you know Jamal Roll, who I think is just having a, an all-star like season. Julian Houser, who's who's such a, a you know a stud on that defensive line for you. Um, how do those kind of negotiations work to get these guys up here? Uh, you know, like I was saying, it all uh, it all depends. Uh, Jamal, if I'm recalling correctly was on an offer list a, a few times uh, because of getting M- NFL opportunities and, uh, uh, you know, making it to a training camp of NFL and uh, making a practice roster. And then you just sort of have to wait and keep in contact. It's uh, important to have relationships with agents throughout North America and uh, know the type of agent you're dealing with that they direct them more to the CFL or if they wait out the NFL uh, and, and then obviously it's getting in contact with the players and uh, talking about your organization and uh, the things you do here. Probably how we handled Jamal back uh, probably four or five years ago now is a little different than how we do things uh, now. It's just the evolution of our personnel department and uh, different uh, staff members in it and whatnot. So, you know, we're very uh, research-based uh, with all our stuff. Everything has uh, – planning of uh, how these guys are going to incorporate into our organization, both on and off the field. But, uh, you know, Julian's a guy that we saw in college as a D end and 
he never even had time at the end in, in uh, the NFL, really. He was moved to fullback, so it was based off college film and just keeping an eye on him in the NFL, and he bounced around with New York and Seattle a bit and then just wanted to play football. That's first and foremost is when these guys get through uh, sort of an NFL cycle of uh, making it or not, they have a decision to make if they want to continue the game and uh, and uh, advance it up here and, you know, possibly get back down south or for those two guys, as an example, uh, uh, carve out a career up here or a lot of guys that you put on the list once uh, – they get that last release from the NFL. That's the closure they need to move on to the next chapter. So, you know, when you're looking at a percentage of guys you put on a neg list a season, it's not it's not every guy that ever ends up here. It's you're you're doing the research on these guys to see if they're they will come up here. And sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. Well said. Let's take a look at the uh, ten names that have been released this week. Uh, we don't want to go through all of them here, uh, but let's highlight a couple. Five quarterbacks, and among them, uh, Jamie Newman out of Georgia. What do you like about him? Yeah, Jamie. Uh, you know, had an interesting last couple of years. Uh, I think a lot of guys would say the the COVID year of last year was a little interesting, but he was at Wake Forest, very productive. Um, uh, Got in uh, when Sam Hartman got hurt there, who's ironically another guy in our necklace. Um, but uh, Jamie went in there and and showed the big play potential. He has solid athlete, um, big arm, and then uh, uh, transferred to to Georgia for the COVID season and and opted out during COVID and uh, um, you know had a high ranking draft position and. Uh, we had a, had him on the necklace and then took him off. And then the night before the draft, actually just put him back on. And uh, he, it just didn't work out on draft night for him. Uh, and he, he got signed by the Eagles after and, and now has been released by the Eagles. Uh, so we've been conversing with him and his agent, um, you know, just talking and uh, about career path. Probably going to take a little bit longer just to see if he gets some workouts and calls. But definitely interested in the CFL and uh, – from everything we see on film is someone we would like in our organization. Uh, let's stay on the offensive side. And uh, you have wide receiver Jojo Ward out of Hawaii. What do you like about him? Just an explosive player. Uh, he's a receiver and a, a returner. Um, you know, has the potential to play many different spots uh, at receiver in our league, which, as you know, in our organization, we love versatility. Probably see him more closer to the ball. Uh, but does have the ability to play the X, uh, just a playmaker, um, has a toughness for his size too. So, uh, you know, when you're talking about the old prototypical CFL player that maybe slips under the radar on the NFL, JoJo's a guy that uh, we envision in that. And then uh, let's flip over defensively. Uh, one of, uh, I think, just two of the 10 names released. I know there's more, but of the 10 names released, one of the two defensive players uh Voshan Joseph out of Florida linebacker we know the Ticats linebackers now are are, are pretty dominant uh, do you feel like he's someone who could fit in well with the group you have now yeah just an explosive athlete uh we think he has the ability uh to be versatile play Mike or Will in our league uh he's a guy that we've been conversing with for a while we tried to get up uh to compete at training camp and uh, much like many guys on a necklace, it has to the timing has to be right, and for it to work for the athlete or the team, they have to be you know they have to be wanting to come up here and they're ready to come up here, and and that's a conversation you have to have with the athletes, and if they're not 
all in when they uh, step on the field in Hamilton and are still thinking the what ifs and buts of uh, what could have happened in the NFL. It usually, uh, in my opinion, in my time, doesn't work as well. So, you know, we want to give the guys time and space to make the decision that's best for their career. Um, at the end of the day, it's you only have one football career as a player and you have to make decisions. So Beauchamp's been great. We, we've talked to him many times. Uh, very productive athlete of Florida, uh, was with the Bills. Uh, would be excited to see him have joined the organization and we'll continue our conversations with him. Uh, Berkey, always appreciate your insight, especially on uh, these names uh, to watch. It's always uh, exciting to kind of uh, you know, give some fans uh, some of the insights of what goes on behind the scenes here. So uh, thanks for doing this. Great to catch up with you. Thanks, Luke. That is Sean Burke, the Senior Director of Player Personnel and Co-Manager of Football Operations for your Hamilton Tiger Cats, and always appreciate catching up with him. And uh, the full 10 players available, you can go check them out, cfl.ca. You can check out the Ticats 10 players. You can check out other teams' uh, 10 players. But uh, 10 players from each team uh, kind of released, the names released, as uh, the negotiation list, uh, just a little more transparency in this league. And you got to appreciate a league that's uh, taking the lead on uh, certain aspects like that. All right, that'll do it for us here on uh, Tie Cats today. Make sure to check out our other great shows on the Tie Cats Audio Network that launched earlier this week, that launched today. Um, and make sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode of this show or any other show as well. Join us tomorrow for a special game day edition of Tie Cats today. I'll be joined by Andy Fantuz getting you set for tomorrow night's broadcast. And be sure to be listening at 6.30 as we go on the air on the Tie Cats audio network for the, uh, the game six of the season. Can't believe it. Already game six of the season for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Thanks for tuning in today. We're back tomorrow a little bit earlier as it's a special game day edition, but thanks for tuning in today. Appreciate it. Always do. Um, make sure to like us, subscribe. You can hit me up on Twitter at B underscore TV. For the Ticats Audio Network, I'm Louis B. Hoping you have a great day.